leadership nuggets, secrets, and capsules. Three dynamic books by Dr. Michael Huttonwood from the Leadership Institute. The purpose of leadership is not the maintenance of followers, but the production of more leaders. A leader's job is to influence people to influence others. Three dynamic books that will propel you to the status of an impact-making, life-changing, quality leader of influence in his or her generation. Leadership Nuggets, Secrets, and Capsules. Three dynamic books, a must for your library. Order your copy today using the information on your screen. Because success without a successor is failure. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Lunch Hour with High Achievers. Sometimes when I'm going to welcome people, I welcome you precious people on this platform. I'm wondering whether to say money matters or pastors or leaders, man or kingdom thinkers. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you very much for standing with us and being with us throughout the lockdown, even up until this time. And I like to believe that great testimonies are coming out of all the teachings and the impact that you have received from this platform. Once again, God greatly bless every one of you. God bless you. Prophet Otin, you are welcome all the way from Takuradi in Ghana. You are welcome, Prophet. God bless you. Mama B, you are welcome. God bless you. Abby Belland, you are welcome. God richly bless you. Pastor Michael Jr., God richly bless you. God bless you. And all your households, God richly bless you all for joining us this afternoon. As usual, we'd like to encourage every one of us, like Pastor Michael says, good afternoon to everyone joining us. On this powerful stream, be blessed and share, share, share. God bless you, Mama B says. Welcome everyone. Please share, invite many more people to be empowered. We are called to make a difference and not just to make a living. We are called to make impact in our generation and it will come by us receiving and deploying divine wisdom, knowledge and understanding. So as usual, Thank you all once again for joining us. I believe that you'll be empowered. I believe that you'll be, you'll be blessed to make a difference in your generation. So once again, you're all welcome. Tell somebody, talk somebody, and share this on your timeline. Somebody is going to be blessed and empowered. Take your notepads, take your notebooks, take your iPad, take your head on your PC, and take notes. It's going to be awesome. We are looking today. I've been promising to deal with the subject, the greatest investment after salvation. The greatest investment after salvation. We looked at 60 strategic questions that um, achievers ask themselves on a daily basis. And I believe we looked at why we were created, why we were born, why God put us where he put us, etc., etc. Now, haven't discovered, haven't asked ourselves all those questions. Now we're going to look at how to make it happen. So we're going to be looking at how to become all that God created you to be. 
Apostle Hope Hotsey, God bless you for joining us from Ghana. Apostle Pastor Hope Hotsey is joining us all the way from Ghana. God bless you. I appreciate you for joining us and we receive that grace. God bless you, Apostle Hope Hotsey. Sister Agnes, you are also welcome. You are welcome. Please keep inviting everyone on this platform. Keep inviting, keep inviting, keep sharing on all the social media platforms. Get all your friends, relatives, everybody to join us to be impacted. We're looking at the greatest investment after salvation. Now, you gave your life to Jesus. Glory to God. What next after salvation? What next after salvation? Your spirit was born again. Your mind is being recreated. Your body is the one that will be saved as the last thing. So, your spirit is saved, your mind is being saved, your body will be saved eventually. So after salvation, what's the next thing to do? Paul tells us what to do. The next thing after salvation, we are told by Paul, is be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Even those who are not saved, those who are not born again, those who do not know Jesus, they all get involved in this great investment, this great investment which we are coming to look at. Sometimes we become as believers when we get born again, we become very so spiritually minded, but unfortunately we become earthly insignificant and earthly irrelevant. So we're going to look at the greatest investment in life. If you are born again, the greatest investment in life after you are saved, you're going to look at that investment. And if you are not born again, those who are not born again, some of them have engaged this great investment, which I believe that all of us must be uh, engaging. So we become everything that God has called us. Because creation is waiting for the manifestation of sons. It's waiting for the manifestation of, of, of the mature. Creation is waiting for the manifestation of people that cannot be explained. People whose wisdom cannot be contradicted or refuted. And it's us that he's talking about. So once again, you're welcome. Akintoye Banabas, you are welcome on Instagram. Everyone on these platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Paul speaking, after we are saved, Paul speaking, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that he may prove that is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So if you want to prove what is good, what is acceptable, and the perfect will of God, you need to engage in this investment. Now, there are five main discoveries. I want to start with that, and then we shall move into the greatest investment. Uh, the five major discoveries that all of us must make in life is, number one, we must discover God. We must discover God by submitting our life to Jesus because he's our manufacturer. And Jeremiah 1, 5 to 10 tells us that he said, before I formed you, I knew you and I ordained you as a prophet to the nation. So you meet with God to tell you why he made you and why he brought you to this earth. Now, after he has told you that he's brought you to this earth to do this or to do that, how do I materialize? How do I see it materialize? So number one, you discover your source. Number two, you discover yourself from him. Discover yourself from him. We call it the principle of self-discovery. If you don't discover who you are in life and who you are in Christ, you will fulfill somebody else's script. And then the third discovery is discover your purpose. 
The fourth discovery is discover your gifts, your talents, your strengths, because a man's gift is what makes room for him and brings him before great men. And then number five, discover and seize and maximize opportunities. And maximize opportunities. Maximize opportunities. Jeremiah was told, before I formed you in the womb, and the same scripture applies to every one of us. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And I ordained you as a prophet unto the nations. Unto the nations. So, this, uh, Jeremiah discovered God. Number two, discovered himself. Number three, discovered his purpose. Number four, discovered his gifts, his talents, his strength. And then discovered opportunities. Opportunities to become everything that God has called you to be. So, what then is the greatest investment? The greatest investment, Third John 2. I wish above all things that you prosper as your soul prospers. The greatest investment in life is developing your soul. Developing your mind to become everything that you are called to be. Developing your mind, developing your soul, developing your mind to become everything that you are called to be. Developing your mind. Mind investment, soul investment, spirit investment is the greatest investment. He says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. The prosperity of your soul, your mental faculties, your mind, your brain, the prosperity of your spirit, the prosperity of your soul is what determines your becoming fulfilled in life. The greatest investment after salvation is developing your spirit and developing your soul, developing your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind. Why is that important? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. There are many of us who are, de are developing our spirit, but we are not developing our mind. We are not developing our mental faculties. So the five main discoveries, number one, discover God. In other words, submit your life to the Lordship of Jesus, the manufacturer and the, and the, and the, and the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, um, the one who created you in the first place who can tell you why he brought you here. Main discoveries in life. Remember, discovery brings recovery. Discovery brings recovery. These major discoveries are crucial to your becoming everything that God has called you to be. Discover your God by submitting your life to the Lordship of Jesus. He is your maker and your manufacturer, your porter. So having discovered him and having submitted to him, then he can tell you why he made you, who he made you, so that is the principle of self-discovery. You discover yourself like Jeremiah discovered himself from the maker. Then you discover your purpose. Why am I here? You cannot be a blessing to your generation if you have not discovered your purpose. And sometimes people want others to find those things out for them. I've said this on this platform before. Before somebody gives you a prophecy of what you're supposed to be, Make sure you have heard from Jesus to confirm what they say. Glory to God or within that proximity. He uh, says, I wish above all things that you prosper as your soul prospers. So the main discoveries, discover your God, discover yourself, discover your purpose, discover your gifts, discover your talents, discover your strengths, and then discover and maximize opportunities. That is how you become everything that God has called you to be. But in order to make sure you maximize all these discoveries, 
you need to what? Engage in spirit and mind investment. So we're looking at the greatest investment you can make in your life to become everything that God has called you to be is the development and investment in your mind. Daniel said, I understood by books. I understood by books. I understood by books. That's why King Solomon, when he became a king, first thing God asked him, he says, ask me what you want. He says, give me an understanding heart, which is wisdom, so I can lead and guide your people. The greatest investment in life is mind investment, soul investment. You know, we talk about winning souls, winning souls. What are we talking about? Winning their spirits and winning their soul, winning their mind. Why is that so important? Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 to 6. He said, the God of this world has blinded, watch this, blinded the minds of men. Blinded the minds of men, lest the light of the glorious gospel should shine unto them. It's not enough to win souls for them to give their life to Christ. The next thing they must do to stay saved is to ensure that they engage in mind investment, mind renewal, mind renovation, mind revolution. I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest investment is what we are looking at in this particular series. The greatest investment after salvation is get into the scriptures, get into the book of Proverbs. Don't miss our 31-day of wisdom challenge in the whole month of July. I'm telling you, your life will not remain the same as again, again as you get into the books. Mind investment, mind investment, mind investment, mind investment. Be not conformed to this world. Don't think like this world, but be ye transformed or metamorphosized by the voluntary deliberate renewing of your mind with the word of God to become all that God has called you to be. Glory to God. Glory to God. Greatest investment in life is to decorate your mind, to decorate your spirit, to decorate your mind. Feed your spirit man with the word of God and with sound books and messages that decorate your mind to decorate your life. I am born again. Yes, I'm speaking in tongues. Yes, but it's my mind renewed. It's my mind renewed. What am I renewing my mind with? It's very powerful. Proverbs 23, verse 7. And this is something that nobody can do. It says, as a man thinketh. As a man thinketh. So you are what you think. But what you think is based on what you have read and what you are listening to and the people you listen to, and the programs you watch, and the DVDs you watch, MP4s you watch, MP3s you listen to. As a man thinketh, so is he. You are what you think. You are what you think. So the books you are reading are determining what you are becoming because the books you are reading, the messages you are listening to, uh, the videos you are watching, the DVDs you are watching, is, di is dictating, is, is renewing your mind or destroying your mind. 
decorate your mind with the word of God and with sound books. Why is, why is mind investment so important? Spiritual Catherine, you are welcome on Instagram. We are looking at the greatest investment in life after you are saved. What is the greatest investment? It's called mind investment. That's why God speaking to Joshua says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. For thou shalt meditate, that is think on this book. For thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. You notice that in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, there's nobody in the equation. It's what I do with the word of God. It's the word of God that I think on. It's the word of God that I observe. It's the word of God that I do that determines my prosperity and my good success. Nobody is in the equation. Nobody is in the equation. Nobody is in the equation when it comes to your becoming everything that God has called you to be. You do the word of God. You obey the principles of the word backed up by divine wisdom. And the spirit God may bring you helpers left, right and center. But at the end of the day, you determine what you become. The outcome of your life is self-determined. 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 This book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth. Not somebody's mouth. Not somebody's mouth. Not somebody's mouth. From thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate. Think. That's where the greatest investment is. First of all, you get the word of God, the principles of God's word, and think on it. Think on it. Think on it. Think on it day and night. Day and night. That thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein. Guess who creates, who determines their prosperity and their success in life? You and I, based on what we do with mind investment. Abuna Echama, you're welcome, Pastor Johnson. You're welcome. Now, listen to these few statements. I'm talking about the greatest investment you can make in life. The greatest investment you can make in life is personal development, self-development, mind development, mind investment. Third John 2. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. How is that going to happen? As your soul, as your mind, as your mind prospers, your finances prosper. As your mind prospers, your finances prosper. As your mind prospers, your life prospers. As your mind prospers, your marriage prospers. As your mind prospers, your business prospers. As your mind prospers, your career prospers. As your mind prospers, every area of your life prospers. I wish above all things that you prosper in conjunction with how your mind prospers. I'm learning things on divine. We have dedicated my life. I've dedicated these few months to start studying on divine wisdom. And some of the stuff that I'm learning, I'm telling you no wonder Bishop David Oyedepo one day said, I learn new things every day that makes me look so stupid yesterday. And one of the phrases I've just coined and come up with, and I'm telling you, if we're going to be hearing that very, very often from my lips, is called, when you know better, you do better. When you know better, <laughs> you do better. Oh, when you know better, you do better. 
When you know better, you do better. When you know better, you do better in every area of your life. So you do better by knowing better. You do better by knowing better. Oh my God. Mind investment, soul investment, spirit investment. Developing your spirit man. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. Meditate on it in your mind and observe to do it. And you shall make your way prosperous. And you shall have good success. I like to stress in Joshua 1.8. Nobody, no human being is in the equation but you. When you know better, you do better. Not when I know better, you do better. That is on condition if I know better and I, I share it with you and you do what I know which I've shared with you, then you do better. When you know certain things that I don't know and you share it with me and I'm doing what you know, then it will be better for me. But it's not just knowing it that changes our status. You do better by knowing better. You do better by... <laughs> I just can't stop making that statement which I'm just learning over and over. Spiritual Catherine says, speak to us, Bishop. Glory to God. When you know better, you do better. Not when your wife knows better, you do better. Not when your husband knows better, you do. No, 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 no. When you know better, you do better. I'm studying on divine wisdom, the superior wisdom. Oh my God, when you read the book of Job, make time and read it. And don't miss our 31 day challenge of reading one chapter of the book of Proverbs in the whole of Jula. The 31 day challenge. The 31 day challenge. The 31 day challenge. The 31 day challenge in the book of Proverbs. When you know better, you do better. When you know better, you do better. So know better by going after knowledge, after wisdom and understanding because wisdom, knowledge and understanding shall be the stability of your time. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, don't miss the schools of wisdom. On Saturdays, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, your life will never remain the same. Everybody who's doing exploits and everybody who cannot be explained, whose finances, prosperity, life, marriage, business, job cannot be explained is simply because they are getting to know better by divine wisdom. Divine wisdom is the key. Divine wisdom is the key. Be mentored by wisdom. Wisdom is a sheep. The book of Proverbs, she describes herself as a sheep. He says, I love them that love me. And those who seek me, and he says, wisdom speaking as a sheep, says, come after me, pursue me, buy the truth, sell it not. He said, those that come after me, I will put on them an ornament, an ornament of grace around their neck and crowns upon their head. Ladies and gentlemen, when you know better, you do better. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times. You become an investor in your mind by knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. If you want stability in your life, 
Stability in your finances. Stability in your ministry. Stability in your church. Stability individually. Nobody can do it for you. You need to go after wisdom. Stop wasting your time. Stop running around all over the place. Elter, skelter, asking others to tell you who you are and what you must become. Get into the books. Get into wisdom. Get knowledge. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. Not your friends. Not your members. Not your leaders. Not your father. Not your mother. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. And strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Bianca, you are welcome. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. Take time to develop, engage in mind investment. That is the greatest investment. The greatest investment. The greatest investment is not friends investment. It's book investment, knowledge investment, wisdom investment, understanding investment. The greatest investment after salvation is get into the scriptures and paint your pictures from the scriptures. Now, why is mind investment so important? Catch this, catch this, catch this. What you hear determines what you believe. <laughs> I can never think poverty. It, it can't happen. It, it, can, it can't happen. Because what I'm hearing about kingdom wealth, covenant wealth, prosperity, divine prosperity, God being my father and being the owner of the universe, how can you be poor when your father is rich? Except you're not doing what your father tells you to do. God owns the... You, you, you paint your pictures from the scriptures and are discovering God, your father, owns the silver and the gold and the cattle over a thousand hills. So what you need to find out from your father, whom you call your father, is what should I do to access this silver and gold? And that is where the greatest investment, mind investment in his literature, in his literature, which is the Old Testament and the New Testament and divine wisdom. What should I do to access this divine wisdom? Books, books, books. The organ of faith, therefore, is the ear. Thank you, Pastor Jones. What you hear determines what you believe, because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I Listen, poverty mentality leads to poverty. Prosperity mentality leads to prosperity. Not friends, not relatives, not members of churches, not leaders of churches, not CEOs. It is self-determined. What you think is what you become. What you think is what you become. As a man thinketh, so is you can't force it on me. It can't happen. I know too much to doubt what God has said in his word about his provision for my life if I meet the criteria. It's not magic. It's not prayer. What you hear determines what you believe. And what you hear changes your mind. What you hear from the scriptures, from messages like this, transforms your mind. To start thinking on the wavelength of what you are reading. 
What you hear determines what you believe. Number two, what you believe determines what you say. Ay, ay, ay. What you hear determines what you believe. So the question is, what am I hearing? What am I putting before my ears? When I go to church, do I look bored? Do I look bored? Do I look pressurized? Do I look like somebody who has been forced to go to church? Or I'm there so alert because I've come to Zion, the house of God, the company of innumerable angels, and I came for a divine encounter to hear from God, not just to attend a church service. <laughs> this is the platform for high achievements. <laughs> oh, glory to God. I'm telling you, something is going to happen to somebody on this platform that will transform their life and transform their mind and transform their family and transform their finances. Glory to God. What you hear determines what you believe. What you believe determines what you say. That's why Paul used to say, I am what I am by the grace of God and I labored more abundantly than all of them and that's why I'm commanding the results that I'm commanding. Ladies and gentlemen, get into the books. Get into messages like this. A man of God called me <laughs> during the week and said, his doc actually called me and said, Bishop, I want to access all your messages that you have taught on the 60 strategic questions you must ask you know, the achievers ask them. So I want to go back there and listen to all of them. What's going to happen? What is hearing will determine what he believes. And what is hearing and believes will determine what he says. See, when you know certain things, when you have discovered certain things, it changes what you say. You don't say I'm poor. You don't say I lack. You don't say I'm postponing what I need to do until I get money at the end of the month. No, 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 no. Because you know divine provision can be released at any moment by your covenant practices. What you hear determines what you believe. We are talking about the greatest investment. is mind investment, mind investment, mind investment. You, you Input determines output. Input determines output. What you put in is what comes out of you, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. I listened to messages of wisdom and prosperity over the years and tithe and gave in 16 different ways, which made it impossible for me to say I will ever be poor. Never. Nobody left me any inheritance. My inheritance is from the scriptures. Ah, my inheritance is from the scriptures. Glory to God. No, nothing can make me poor. Nothing. Nobody can make me poor. No. Ah. <laughs> And with all that I'm learning now about wisdom, oh, 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 I can say with my father in a couple of years time that Abraham wants it. I will beat your record. I will beat the record of Abraham in resources, in wisdom, in impact. Input determines output out of the abundance of your heart, what you have put in through mind investment, spirit investment. You, when you speak broke, it's because brokenness is what you have said before your eyes. You haven't learned anything else about prosperity. So you speak broke, you speak lack, you speak insufficiency. 
because you have not painted your script, your pictures from the scriptures. <laughs> oh, the book I said, Bishop, you are too much. <laughs> oh, we haven't seen anything yet, the book I. No, no, we haven't seen anything yet. You see, that's why, um, uh, what's his name? <laughs> that's why, uh, um, uh, Abraham Lincoln said, <laughs> I don't care much. I don't think much about people who are not wiser today than they were yesterday. Every day you should be getting wiser. Every day your confession should be changing by mind investment. If you keep speaking negative, it's because you are not decorating your mind with positivities from the scriptures and sound books. You can't say what is not inside you. You will only say what is inside you. And what's inside you is based on what you are feeding yourself or what you have not fed yourself. Nothing can make me poor. Nothing. Nothing. And this is not confession. This is not confession. This is not confession. The scriptures tells us what to do, not just what to pray, what to do to become everything that God has called us to be. Come to a place where you become a mystery to yourself, a surprise to yourself, a surprise to yourself, a surprise to yourself. Listen, a good man, thank you, Mama B, Luke 6.45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart. Did you see that? A good man out of the good treasure of his heart. What he has put in his heart from the scriptures, from sound books, from sound messages like lunch hour with high achievers, money matters, pastor's manner, scriptures, messages from your Sunday service from his pastor. A good man, a good woman out of the abundance of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. Watch this. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth fruit which is evil for of the abundance. King James says, out of the abundance of the heart, mind investment, spirit investment, you speak out of the abundance of what you have put on your inside or what you have not put on your inside. So with all that I've learned so far and all that I'm about to learn, so it makes it impossible, Im totally impossible. Look, vote for yourself, vote for your destiny, vote for yourself and add to yourself before speaking to anybody. You can't give people what you don't have and you don't have it until you learn it. You invest in yourself Spiritual wisdom, intellectual wisdom, common sense that is common. But if you want the kind of resource that we are talking about, we are not talking about you having the kind of influence and impact and prosperity and health and relationships that is common to men. We're talking about coming to a place where your wisdom cannot be explained. When you read Job chapter 8, 28, he said, this wisdom is not from me. That's why Pharaoh looked at Joseph and said, this wisdom that you have in, uh, uh, displayed right now is not from here. It's not from here. That's why Nebuchadnezzar looked at Daniel and said, I've heard that you can interpret dreams. Look at Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel said, this interpretation that will come is not from me. It's not from me. It's not from me. Ladies and gentlemen, what kind of books are you reading? What newspapers are you reading? You only say 
what is inside you. What you have put inside you. What are you putting inside you? <laughs> oh, what you hear determines what you believe. What you believe determines what you say. What you say determines what you see. Watch this. What you believe determines what you say. That's why, <laughs> that's why God in the garden of Eden said, let there be light. And there was light. Let there, what he believed determined what he said. And what he said is what he saw. What you say is what you see. What you say is what you see. But what you say is based on what you believe from what you have heard. The greatest investment in life is mind investment, mental investment, spirit investment, which renews your mind. Spirit feeding your spirit with the right food, which feeds your mind to speak differently, to talk differently, to behave differently. So what you hear determines what you believe. What you believe determines what you say. What you say determines what you see. What you see determines how you behave. If you can see success, if you can see success, if you can see success, if you can see prosperity, if you can see progress, you will speak progress and not what is in the negative. What you see determines how you behave. There's nobody who has seen scriptures on prosperity who will behave like they are poor or speak like they are poor, even in their simplicity. Because it's not in the pomposity that determines that you are prosperous. It's what you know. That's why Abraham could say, it will never be said, any man made me prosper. <laughs> Anything that anybody does for you is just helping. You don't prosper by what people give you. How many times do people give you something? You don't prosper by what people give you. You prosper by what the investment you have made in your mind and the values you are adding to yourself and the values you are adding to others and your giving record. That's why it's your giving that makes room for you. Your value adding to people that makes room for you, opens doors for you. What you see determines how you behave. How you behave determines who and what you ultimately become. <laughs> so everything begins with mind investment. Write that word down. Mind investment. Invest. I remember sending a book around on the, um, what do you call it? Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Let me read this to you. We're talking about mind investment. If you want to prosper, everything begins with mind investment, mind investment, mind investment, mind investment, mind investment. Listen, poverty mentality leads to, pro leads to poverty and prosperity mentality leads to prosperity. People are not poor because they don't have, not because they don't have money in their bank account. It begins with poverty mentality, poverty mentality, poverty mentality, poverty mentality. Mind investment is key. Mind investment shows you what to think, how you think, how you speak, how you see, how you behave, and ultimately what you become. So the greatest investment in life, I am emphasizing this for a reason. The greatest investment in life is spirit and soul investment. Spirit and soul investment. Mind investment. Decorating your spirit man to decorate your mind to speak the way you are supposed to speak. What you say affects what you see. 
What you see determines what you, how you behave. And how you behave determines what and ultimately what you become. Mind investment. Listen to what uh, Robert Kiyosaki said in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He said he had two influential fathers from whom he learned. It's all about mind investment, mind investment, mind investment, mind investment, mind investment. Which books are you reading? Manshaka, you are welcome. Spiritual Catherine, you are welcome. Spark, uh, glory to God. Uh, Pastor Seth, you are welcome. Odufukai, you are welcome. Christ Victory, you are welcome. God bless you. Mind investment. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Mind investment. He said, he had two fathers. One had a poverty mentality and one had a rich mentality. And these were the statements that both of them used to make. Listen, mind investment, mind investment, mind investment. One of them said, used to make statements like, I can't afford it. Yeah? And the other person said, how can I afford it? See, there's a difference. One of them used to say, I can't afford it, so he never could afford anything. The other person, when they have challenges, they'll say, how can I afford it? So it's based on the things he has learned, his mind will trigger a solution. His mind will trigger a solution. Poor people are poor because they have a poverty mentality. All they see in their mind is poverty, poverty, poverty. The poverty mentality says, I can't afford it. But somebody who's developing a rich mentality through books and through messages makes statements like, how can I afford it? How can I afford it? One person, one father said, was fanatical about exercising their mind which is the most powerful computer in the world. Watch this. He said, the most powerful computer in the world is your mind. The most powerful computer. Write that word down. The most powerful computer in the world is my mind. The most powerful computer in the world is my mind. The most powerful computer in the world is not the computer in your house, the computer in your office. The most powerful computer in your mind, in the world, is your mind. One of them, by virtue of what they are put inside them, always used to say, I cannot afford it. And so they always can't afford it. The other person would generate this statement, how can I afford it? Then the other person, he says, he was fanatical about exercising your mind. And he would say things like, my brain gets stronger every day because I exercise it. My brain gets stronger every day because I exercise my brain through mind investment. You are born again. Thank you. You are speaking in tongues. Thank you. You pray. Thank you. You go to church. Thank you. You do something in church. Thank you. But are you developing your mind to become relevant and make a difference? in your generation, in your church, in your ministry, in your society, is mind investment. The most important, my most powerful asset, you are your greatest asset. Your mind is your greatest asset. Your mind, and don't just see it with intellectual wisdom. Join this journey with me to secure divine wisdom that makes you a mystery. 
A person that cannot be explained. My God, I made up my mind. I will become a person that people cannot explain. It's been happening life. Life, life, life. Life is what you make it. Get into the book of Proverbs. Join us in July. The 31 day wisdom challenge. Reading and studying the book of Proverbs. One chapter a day. To become wiser by the 31st of July. My God. Mind investment. Oh, I was raised in a just enough home. <laughs> That's not the story today. Not by my, not by my, just my degrees, but by mind investment, personal development, self development. Oh, there's a scripture in the Bible. I know sometimes we don't want to boast and say, I made myself, I did. But are you aware that there's a scripture? Paul said, Paul made a statement in the Bible, say, I made myself. I made myself, not boasting in himself, he made himself by the scriptures. Remember that when Paul got saved, he spent three years before the presence of God, three solid years before he went to Arabia to spend time with God, three solid years before he came down to see the disciples. That is why out of 66 books in the Bible, 12 of them were written by Paul. My God. Twelve of the 66 books in the Bible were written by Paul because he went after divine wisdom, mind development, mind investment. Not only, not only just general book, but he went for superior wisdom. God's kind of wisdom. God's kind of wisdom. God's kind of wisdom. The wisdom that John chapter 3 describes as the wisdom that is above all wisdom. That is why James says, if any lack wisdom, let them ask of him that giveth liberally and abradeth not. Ladies and gentlemen, invest in your mind, invest in your wisdom, invest in wisdom, invest in wisdom. Join the 31 days wisdom challenge in July. It's free of charge. Ay, 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 ay. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. Oh, he says, a house is built by wisdom. A marriage is built by wisdom. A ministry is built by wisdom. Financial freedom is built by wisdom. It says wisdom. It says knowledge and understanding. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 6. Mama B, could you put that scripture up for me? God bless you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Mind investment. Mind investment. Spend more time investing in your mind, not on your body. We are in a time where this is not the time to be buying new shoes and new clothes. This is a time to be buying new books and getting on YouTube and going after what wisdom is this. Go after Bishop Oyedepo's message on what wisdom is this. Go on my Facebook homepage and get the lunch hour with high achievers and keep listening. Go on our podcast 24-7 and develop wisdom, 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 wisdom. Wisdom. Solomon became rich by wisdom. You don't build your business initially by money or capital. You build your business by divine wisdom. Wisdom. The first thing to go for is not financial capital. It's wisdom. Wisdom. By wisdom a house is built. By wisdom a house is built. Not money first. By wisdom a house is built. By wisdom a house is built. 
everything lasting is built on wisdom. Wisdom. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. The two most important questions, the two most important days in every man's life is the day you were born and the day you discover why you were born. And these are the questions you have to ask yourself. You must constantly ask yourself these questions. If you want to become wise, you want to become successful, you must ask yourself these questions. Proverbs 24, 3 to 6, through wisdom, a house is built. Did you see that? You can replace the word house with marriage, finances, <laughs> business. Oh, when you know better, you do better. I, I, I don't think I will ever forget this statement that has been put on my spirit man for the past few days. Odufukai says, it's time to be wise. Listen, you know, sometimes I tell people, it's time to be wise. <laughs> Where I come from, they say, are you trying to tell me that I'm foolish? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> when you know better, you do better. You don't want to miss tomorrow's service in our church. I came across this scripture. It says, uh, it says, wisdom is justified. Mama B, I think you need to look for that scripture as well for me. Tomorrow I'm dealing with this subject. Wisdom is justified by her children. Let, let me not go ahead of myself. Let, let's, let's deal with this. Mind investment. We are looking at the greatest investment in life. A new series that I've just started, which will run for the next few weeks, every Saturday, lunch hour with our achievers. So book your seat to be right here. And I'm telling you, take notes, take notes. If you don't, if you, I want you to take notes, take notes. You may put a comment or two, but take notes. Or better still, watch the whole thing over and over and over. If you want to keep commenting, brilliant, glory to God, but watch it over and over and over and share it with everyone you wish good to come to. Watch this. Through wisdom, a house is built. Through wisdom, replace that word house with marriage, business, children, parenting, career, profession, whatever. Through wisdom, a house is built. So you don't build a business with capital first. In this kingdom, in this kingdom, in the world, they need money to start business. In this superior kingdom. You see, that's one of the things that people forget, which I'm becoming aware of, very, 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 um, I'm becoming very aware of. We are in a kingdom. <laughs> we are born again. We are in a kingdom. So we must follow kingdom principles. That's why Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. It is, I'll give you the keys of UK. It is, I'll give you the keys of USA. It is, I'll give you the keys of Australia, Africa, Europe, Malaysia, Asia. He said, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. And as you engage these keys, and one of the major keys is wisdom, mind investment. He said, with these keys, whatsoever you bind or disallow on earth shall be disallowed. And whatever you allow shall be allowed. The keys, the keys, the keys. One of the major keys in this kingdom which opens all doors is wisdom. That's why God said to Solomon, because he didn't ask for Money, you didn't ask for anything, but you asked for wisdom. I've given you wisdom plus what you didn't ask for, which means wisdom gives you even things that you didn't ask for, which you need. Wisdom is justified by her children. Through wisdom, a house is built. Watch this. Let's continue. Wisdom. Through wisdom, a house is built. Mind investment to secure wisdom. 
Through wisdom, you build your house. By understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious, pleasant riches. By wisdom, you know the, the furniture will come, the fridge will come, the ultra TV, HD TV will come. All by wisdom, mind investment. By knowledge, the rooms shall be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel you wage war. So you don't fight wars by your opinion, you wage war by wisdom. And in a multitude of counsel, there is safety. <laughs> now look at this. Oh, wisdom is justified by her children. Wisdom is justified by her children. Verily, Matthew 18, 18, whatsoever is bound in earth shall be bound in heaven, whatsoever is on earth shall be loose. Now watch this. Matthew eleven nineteen. Wisdom is justified by her children. Let me close with this. Don't miss next week's Saturday. Don't miss this Thursday. Movers and shakers. The theme is more than conquerors by divine wisdom. We're going to be speaking for four days on divine wisdom. How to become more than a conqueror in every area of your life. Not just a conqueror. More than a conqueror by divine wisdom. Wisdom is justified by her children. Wisdom is justified by her children. What does that mean? Wisdom is proved by your wisdom. If you say you have wisdom, wisdom is only proved and justified by your children or by your products or by your results. When we see your children, we know whether you raise them with wisdom or not. Wisdom is proved right by her children, her products, her results. If I say I am wise in finances, it will be proved by my children that are produced financially. If I say I'm a wise parent, it is proved by how I raise my children. Wisdom is proved right by the products and the produce. So if I say I'm applying financial wisdom, it must be seen in my financial results. Wisdom is not just boasted about. Wisdom is proved. Wisdom is justified by the children and the products he produces. So if I say I'm wise in leadership, it must produce in my leadership results. <laughs> mind investment, mind investment, mind investment. Mama Helen said, John, God bless you. You are welcome. Wisdom is justified by her children. Whichever area I say I'm wise in, it is justified by or authenticated by my results. So where I don't have results, I don't have wisdom there. So I should secure wisdom in that area. And that comes from the greatest investment, mind investment. <laughs> I would like to believe that you have been empowered and you have been blessed today. Wisdom is justified by her children. Don't miss tomorrow. Join us in our service tomorrow, 11.30 on Facebook at HOJ City Church or join our actual service. I'm going to be dealing with this particular subject. I was waking up at 2.30 a.m. Monday or Tuesday and I'm telling you, wisdom is justified by her children. If in certain areas of my life, my children, I, I can't, the results are not there. My children, 
my, my products, my results, my children, the results are not true, is because I lack wisdom in that area. He said, yet wisdom is vindicated. Wisdom. Look at the Amplified Bible. Wisdom is vindicated. Wisdom, when you are working in wisdom, it vindicates itself. It's not boasting. No need to make noise. The results will show. Wisdom is vindicated and shown to be right by all her children, by the lifestyle, moral character, and the good deeds of her followers. Wisdom is vindicated and shown to be right by her children, her results, her lifestyle, her moral character, her good. If you say you have wisdom, it will show by your good deeds. He said, I'm a giver, but you don't give. You don't do good deeds. <laughs> wisdom vindicates itself. No need to boast, no need to make noise. Wisdom vindicates itself in its results, in her children. So whichever area I lack wisdom, I must develop my mind in that area. So I'm learning on wisdom, learning on righteousness, learning on faith, learning on prosperity, learning on consecration, learning on business, learning with, by wisdom a house is built and by knowledge and by understanding, glory to God, by wisdom a house is built and by understanding is established. So you build your business and your house on wisdom. By understanding, you establish your business and establish your ministry and establish your finances and establish your health. And by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Before you go to Ikea, before you go to Matalan, before you go to Harrods, understanding will furnish, not under, knowledge will furnish your room, your business, your family, your finances. That was how John D. Rockefeller, by divine wisdom, at the age of 52, he was diagnosed with cancer and given just a few weeks and a few months to live. And he decided to engage divine wisdom by giving 50% of all his wealth away. And God looked at him and said, this man does not have to come to heaven now. And God kept him from the age 52 to 93. God added 61 more years to this man's life by good deeds of divine wisdom. And his wisdom that he engaged vindicated, wisdom vindicated him. Wisdom vindicated him by the children, by the results today. Your Rockefeller Foundation is not dead, it's still alive and well. Father, I pray for everyone on this platform. Give them an understanding here. Give all of us, including myself, an understanding here. Give us, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. On, from this platform, raise kingdom giants. Raise kingdom sponsors. Raise solutions to problems. I pray over everyone on this platform and everyone that this message will be shared to and everyone that will be watching this later. I pray for a fresh baptism of the spirit of wisdom upon our lives, our churches, our members, our leaders, our families, our wives, our children, our grandchildren, and everyone associated with us. Let the spirit of wisdom fall afresh on every single one of us. And from this day, let us go for wisdom. That will get wisdom. And in all our getting, that will get understanding. Thank you that wisdom will be vindicated in our lives. Everyone will see the wisdom that we are working in. Divine wisdom. 
and submit their life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and really declare that this God that we serve is alive and well. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Luke Nabari, you are welcome. Thank you for joining us. Mama Grace, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Everyone that joined us today, you are blessed. Now, this, tomorrow we have our service. Glory to God. I'm teaching the whole of this man on wisdom and mentorship. Join us online. Join us online on Facebook uh, at 11.30. Uh, Facebook at HOJ City Church. Join our service tomorrow online. Or if you want to join our actual service, you can text 07555-626-925 to join our actual service. Glory to God. Book your seat in advance to join this wisdom train. I'm telling you, it's going to happen live. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Then let me tell you about our program coming up. My God, from this week, Thursday, first to the 4th of July, our 26th anniversary as a church, movers and shakers, our anniversary celebration. Please take a note of this, of the flyer on the screen right now and join us online Thursday, 7 p.m. Thursday, we are shifting it to 7 p.m. to get everybody on board. We'll be meeting to pray probably around 6.30 to pray towards it. But 7 p.m. sharp will start. My twin brother will be joining me from Ghana to speak on more than conquerors by divine wisdom. This coming Thursday, 1st of July, start this new month of July with us at Movers and Shakers. 7 p.m. sharp we start, but you can come on earlier to join with the prayer. Friday, 7 p.m. Saturday, 12 noon, like this time, glory to God. And Sunday, culmination of the homecoming Sunday service from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. So make a note of these details and join us from the 1st to the 4th of July. It's going to be awesome, going to be awesome, going to be awesome. So set your notifications to join us this coming week. It's going to be awesome. And I'm also going to speak about the 31-day challenge. 31-day challenge, 31-day wisdom challenge is going to be awesome. You're going to be reading through the book of Proverbs, one chapter every single day. It's going to be awesome. So mark your calendars. July is your month of manifestation. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. Thank you for everyone that joined us on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful in the name of Jesus. Let nobody forget what you have taught us today in the name of Jesus. And give them the grace to share this message everywhere. And everybody that receives it, Lord, we pray for illumination, enlightenment, revelation, and understanding in the name of Jesus. Heal somebody on this platform of any condition, any chronic disease, any chronic situation, any frustration in their life. Let divine wisdom bring them solutions like he gave Solomon to deal with the issue concerning the two babies. Father, we thank you. We glorify you in Jesus' precious name. We pray with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Once again, God bless you all for joining us. Join us tomorrow morning on Facebook. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen and mark your calendars. We are looking forward to see every one of you Thursday, 1st July. Glory to God.